0: going on episode 11 of the it's always something podcast or as we here in this room would say season two episode one true 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 pilot season picked up you already know what it is produced by big night media my guy hurley alongside me uh the last episode of june the last episode of June. We are halfway through 2021. Holy tits, man. Uh, my name is JD and I've accomplished none of my 2021 goals halfway through the year. Some include touching my toes, reading a book a month, um, which by the way, at some point we will have a podcast on if audiobooks are reading. I've gotten into so many heated discussions on if you listen to a book versus if you read a book, if it's, if you can call it reading, mm. don't answer it right now because I was, I've already been doing the scientific research. I'm starting to get prepared for that discussion
1: off topic. Are you still sending letters to Joe Biden? I am still,
0: I'm emailing every day. Okay. So I, if you're new to the podcast this is the first episode you're tuning in. First of all, fuck off. Pretty rude. Second of all, I understand if you're a season late, no worries. Um, but, I I said that I wanted to meet the president. So it's at the top of my proof list, things I've wanted to do in my life. And so I wrote a letter, handwritten. My wrist finally is is back, like from being sore. And yeah, I've been writing emails every day, just like telling Joe Biden what I've been doing that day, um, telling the White House, you know, uh, that I'm really interested in coming to pull up to the White House. So yes, I'm still on it. I'm still about that life. Listen, I've been also trying to stamp my passport, trying to get... 50k subscribers on youtube for for the podcast so a lot of these things aren't necessarily my fault they're other people's fault if we're just getting real as far as my resolutions Mm -hmm. are concerned um because i can't i'm not in control of that you can do there's only so much i can do and i feel a lot of people are not doing their part so that's just me Um, i also crushed it on prime day did you buy anything on amazon prime i did not i I actually kind of forgot it happened Oh, I know. It sometimes it just happens. Yeah. Some yeah. I mean, you, you must not get the emails then because they pretty much tell you months in advance that no. it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> um I, I bought a like a $200 blender, which by the way, I got today and it this is first world problems, but you'll understand. It doesn't fit under one of my uh like it doesn't fit perfectly underneath the cabinet. So I had to take the damn thing off of, you know, the stand or whatever. I don't know what terms buying I'm going. cabinet there. Well, right. I can't do that. It's not that's I can't redesign my my apartment complex is a little bit much over the security deposit. <laughs> so, am I a little upset about it? Sure. Um, but I, I believe the the amount of soups and salsas and just extravagant things I'm going to make you know in this blender and it self-cleans.
1: You make soup in a blender? I've never heard of that. I know. And,
0: well, listen, man, I don't want to get all culinary on you and stuff like that, but li- listen, if I buy a $200 blender, I expect that blender to have arms and legs to be able to make shit itself to go to the fridge or freezer, you know, get whatever it needs and to bring me whatever it is. And then go in the sink, clean itself, and then go back to its respective place in my kitchen. Mm -hmm. So crushed Prime Day. um, And, I've, you know, I want to really thank everybody who sent me texts and DMS poor Hurley, like had no idea uh, the bombs I was going to drop when I came in. Uh, Cause everything was like so upbeat and positive. I'm like, Hey, we're going to talk about my dad today. <laughs> He's like sick, man. It was a great
1: message though. I yeah. think, I think it was, it was doing.
0: Yeah. yeah, no, it was necessary. And you know, it was tough to listen back to and the feedback and the conversations, which has been really dope about the, the podcast spaces that when you're able to have these kind of conversations, the conversations that I'm having off air have been so dope, you know everybody's stories and I'm, I'm so curious as to other people's journeys in life So that that has been a real reward. So I appreciate Everybody, um reaching out about that and this week's topic though total 180 It's been probably I would you say about a full month since boston's reopened here for the summer? And I feel like we have celebrated 27 summers in one month Mm -hmm. I feel like everybody's schedule is hella packed It's like if you don't get a reservation somewhere, you know a week and a half out You're not getting in on a friday or saturday night. It's pretty litty Yeah. Would you get that? You know, as
1: you can see, I think uh, the parking's back too.
0: The parking has been the fucking worst in the city. It is just, it's been, it's been miserable. And and I know uh, highways all over the place have just been tough. So, but you know, people are tanning, people are making out in public, they're puking on the streets. Nature is healing. Bank accounts are shrinking. I mean, it's, it's really. Delicious! So, shout out to everyone enjoying their summers. And one of my favorite things about summer is the bops. That songs in English, by the way. Uh, they, you know, the song. Everybody, all the artists always prep for that song of the summer. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's prime real estate. You know, what are we going to be listening to when we're feeling uh, feeling our best? And so I just started brewing of, you know, since I've been out in the clubs and I've been DJing again, you know, uh, all the classics that, that come back. And, you know, I feel like with a top tier summer tune, I just feel like I'm floating, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I'm starting to think of all the classics. I'm starting to think of DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince summertime. You know, I'm thinking Nelly hot in here. I'm thinking Beyonce, crazy in love. A lot of the times, you know, when when summertime comes, it's it's great to go back. The classics feel better. Oh, yeah. Along with whatever is trending, you know, the Cardi B's or, you know, Katy Perry. I I do miss a good Katy Perry bop. I miss her. I really do. Mm. Different subject. But today we talk about one of the biggest go-to all seasons, all year type bops of all time. But also one of the biggest songs ever made in music history. I'm talking uh, better than the Beatles. I'm talking better than Limp Biscuit, S Club Seven, um, Bow Wow. Uh, combined, wow, <laughs> pretty eclectic, right? And I it mean, was once you find out who it is, it once it makes sense. Drum roll, <laughs> um, and it was released ten years ago. I am talking about the song that fucks the most. Rihanna, we found love. Mm -hmm. If you know me, you know, I am obsessed with, with this song and I've been in radio for a long time. And so when I was full time, whenever, you know, I heard songs more than anybody. When you complained about songs being, uh, they play too much songs get done and burned out quickly for me. Rihanna has always, always been the creme de la creme. Mm. We Found Love has never gotten old to me. It is just an undeniable three minutes and 36 seconds of undeniable erotic ear pleasure.
1: <laughs> it's iconic. I mean, you hear those first chords like the
0: I wish, I, you know, if I had it you my way, we, a- we'd play the pot. We'd play that song five times During this podcast and that would be it Mm. and it'd probably be my biggest episode and but it
1: wouldn't it wouldn't be released because
0: (laughs) Copyright infringed me. Yeah, it'd be pretty It would pretty much be the end of me. Yeah, I pretty much end up in a tent somewhere outside here in boston so It was released september 22nd, which should be a national holiday and that was released internationally But it didn't drop in the u.s. Till october 4th technically Oh And so today is just going to be an appreciation for Rihanna. We found love. And I was thinking about it and, you know, let's just first talk about the album that we found love was on Rihanna's talk that talk album. Do you want me to get into some of the smashes that were on that? I would absolutely love you to. Well, first of all, let's go. Where have you been? Where have you been all my life? I mean, people are singing in their car. I'll let you go. Hold on. <laughs> all right. Um, let's go talk that talk, obviously, with Jay Z, whatever. Cockiness with ASAP Rocky.
1: I don't know if I'm familiar with that one. You
0: got to listen to it. Okay. Hard in the paint. I think they're dating now, allegedly. I don't know if that's true or no. not.
1: Oh, um, yeah, I did hear that too. Yeah.
0: Birthday cake. You know, cake as the DJs would say. Mm-hmm. I mean, come and put your name on it. Your name on it. I mean, it's a staple. It's one of those songs that never was really big on the radio but is huge if you play it in the club. It's just the the claps, you know, just can make any song. Sure. And then of course, we found love. So I mean, we're talking about a classic album from Rihanna. And we were talking before me and Hurley, we could we could do a podcast on Rihanna, on Rihanna if we wanted to. <laughs> yeah. She's she's always been as the kids would say that bitch yeah. she has i mean that is just everything i'm saying during this episode is pretty much going to be factual so you can take it to the bank that i'm going to be telling you the truth i'm a trusted source here mm-hmm. you know her her swag her her personality her aura remember that interview that she had when the reporter asked you know what are you looking for in a man and she says i'm not looking for a man let's start there i want to make sure i got the quote right that was a great impression thank you, you. Know. i know that was just like <laughs> You tell I'm from Barbados. <laughs> I won't do that again. The entire episode, I promise. <laughs> um, you know her music catalog, her acting career, her Fenty skincare empire, the Savage Fenty brawn Panties line that I always see allegedly throughout my timeline, through all the influencers. You know it's it's a vibe. You know she's going toe to toe with Vicky Secret. It's um, it's really beautiful. It's art. And remember, she won the. Uh, at Harvard, she won the humanitarian of the year award in 2017. And here's what I remember about that. I was, I was working at amp radio out here in Boston and we got word and, you know, credit to Harvard because they always have so many huge celebrities that come in and stuff almost unannounced. You're like, Oh, Swiss beats was doing, you know, his, you know, like a business program the last three months. So he's been here or I don't know, you know, but they've had stars come in and Mm -hmm. they, they go to these programs or, you know, they win awards like this or the president comes in or you're like, wait, what the hell is
1: going on here? Every graduation, the the, uh, honorary,
0: the commencement speech. Yeah, exactly. And so I remember Rihanna when she came to accept that award, you know, we went out there with the radio station and there were like seven black cars and you didn't know which one Rihanna was in. Which is crazy. You know, the security detail, it's it's she pretty much was like the president yeah. because it's like people are coming in, they're doing, you know, their sweeps and all that. And I remember she got out of the car, people were going crazy. I'm I'm trying to remember if I have footage of me kind of like with her in the background. But you remember she had that the famous line like uh what what was it? She was like, So I made it to Harvard, and then she like flipped her, her ponytail back. It was just Everything that she does, she just says the right thing. She does, you know, it's, it just feels right. Everything that she does and says, you know, just that pony flip of just like, so I made it to heart. It was like she just, she understands. So much confidence. So much confidence and reads the room. And, you know, I was texting my friend saying, you know, I mean, it was a trick question, but do they like the song We Found Love? And four out of the first five people that I texted, all texted back, in a hopeless place? Question mark. (laughs) Like, all of them. Like, nothing after that. Like, they all said, in a hopeless place? So, you know, I'm not alone in this fact. Not theory. This isn't a conspiracy theory of We Found Love being the greatest song of all time. This is fact. Are you going to disagree? Do you want to go toe-to-toe with this? Me? Yeah. I would not. Good. I wouldn't. (laughs) I love the track. I wouldn't. Because my friends, here's some of the responses. So my friend Gina said, this is mine and all my girlfriends song. Like our group friends song. Sure fucking is. It's our nation's song. To be honest, it's like uh, national anthem. We found love. (laughs) They should sing that before
1: every baseball game. That's what I mean. That's
0: what I mean. Imagine, I mean, it's, it's the pump up song, you know, imagine playing that before, you know, a Patriots game. People going crazy. People, mm-hmm. you know, that's it, ri- it rivals DMX Party Up. You know, it's there. It's probably the up-tempo version of that. <laughs> I'm going to regret saying that later. You probably can mix them together. Yeah.
1: Use the beat of We Found Love. Don't
0: Whip. don't fuck it up. No, that's the beauty about We Found Love 2. There's no good remixes. Chucky has a good remix, but you play the original.
1: Apologies. My bad.
0: Not taken. I'm, I don't accept because I feel like you were going to try. I'll see myself out. See yourself out. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Uh, Carson, who I used to work with He does mornings for Mix 1041 Out here in Boston He said, arguably the greatest dance song ever My friend Sabrina said It's like when she listens to it It's like she's on a party bus in 2011 On the way to the clubs And bandage dresses Drinking Four loco." Did I have to Google what bandage dresses were? You betcha um, And they're fly Pretty cool So Not don't, a yeah Dress made out of bandages? Nope Just All do right. your own Googles Alright <laughs> They're just sexy dresses Okay and my friend Matt said, it makes you feel like smashing people over the head with love. That's aggressive, but I'll allow the violence. My boy Nick said, it's like I'm sweaty on a wedding dance floor during reception. If you've ma- if your song makes it to a wedding, you're good to go forever. It's pretty much the the top tier. Uh, let's see. My friend Jessica said, I've never been sober to that song. Even better, because you can listen to it when you're drunk. Um, not drunk. It, it all, all moods. All moods. I feel like I should have done this in like a movie premiere voice, you know? (laughs) Like, you know, like I'm I'm rolling stone giving reviews. New York Times. Yeah, New York Times said, free like I'm at the club. Good memories to that song. Happiest song in the universe. These movies from like the 1950s. (laughs) What are these voices? I didn't fucking practice doing that before I got here, okay? I just, (laughs) I didn't practice. So let's just, let's do a deep dive. The video was shot in Belfast, Ireland. I know nothing about Belfast other than that's where the video happened. Uh, Directed by Melina Matsukas, who also did Formation by Beyonce. Cool. And the movie Queen and Slim. So love me a good female director. um, Out here just bossing it up, running people over, fucking here for it. It won a Grammy for Best Short Form Music Video. When it really, if we're just being honest with each other, because this is an honest format... And we're in the friendship tree right now. In factual. Should have won greatest song of all time. It should have probably won an icon Grammy the year it dropped. Mm. I mean, we're talking about a song that your body doesn't know what to do when it comes on. And I remember watching the behind the scenes of We Found Love extensively on YouTube. And the choreographer was like, Rihanna just wanted large movements. She just wanted movements. And because I was thinking, I was like, you know, she's so right, because I don't have choreography in my head when I hear that song, because my body is so confused as to what it wants to do that I just like, let it go. It's just like a hands up song, you know? And you don't even have to ask, you yeah. know, when DJs are like, put your fucking hands up, it's like, dun, 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 and the buildup comes. And then when it drops, everybody already has their hands up. So it's who is that?
1: Point. Who is that? Is that David Guetta was also, is he the one that produced that Calvin Harris? Oh, Calvin bro. Harris. Should okay. we cancel
0: Hurley right now? Are we going to cancel you here live, <laughs> they, live on the podcast? Oh, man. David Guetta, you're getting David Guetta. Well, confused. David Getta
1: and Calvin Harris both produced like kind of pop tracks. I forget right. what, what track, I think David Guetta did something with Nicki Minaj.
0: So see now what you're going to do is now I have to go. Well, what? Hey mama. Is that the song you're thinking about? No. Um oh, uh, Where are Them Girls At? Yes. Where are them girls yeah, 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 at? Yep.
1: that's what I'm thinking of.
0: Am I upset you made me have to go through my library? Sure. But I'll move on. All but right, yeah. Sorry.
1: I'll cut that. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. Keep that in <laughs> I there. Have the power Keep to that cut in my there. No, but yeah, Calvin I
0: mean, it was probably the song that put Calvin Harris on the map. Okay. Yep. For sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I'm sure he'll probably tell you. I mean, it was one of those songs that you know, there are songs that come out that when you hear them are like forever and I'll, and this is a stupid one, but like young jock going down or usher. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, in in 2004, I remember, you know, I think it was 2004 lean back. Yep. Uh, maybe even Fetty wop, six, seven, nine for a second. The the energy feels different when you play it closer chain Especially as a DJ. There's,
1: there's those certain tracks that's just like, if you're stuck and you in like, just the dance floor is just kind of like, iffy yeah just toss on it, that track it's, and it's, it's it's
0: like throwing on pitbull yeah, it's just it's it's a win-win exactly. situation it's, or flow it's ride a easy, low
1: it's an easy get out
0: it's <laughs> right and it's just it's instantaneous and and there's you know djs will know what i'm talking about but it's just a window man it's like a very special window but um we found love has jumped out the window mm-hmm. it's not even in the window it was never in the house it's too big for the house it's like trying to you know, it, it, you can't put it in a studio apartment. You know, it deserves a mansion. Yep. It deserves a mansion. So Rihanna, when she was talking about the video, she was like, when people see it, I just want to give people hope for love. And I, this is what I quote. I want people to really believe in it and see how powerful it is and how it is the sweetest drug and how it can turn bad just due to bad decisions, whatever that may be. And I got a little, little aggressive at the end, but Does everyone remember the male love interest as well? Because I'm not going to bring it up, but he looked very Chris Brownie. He does. And you want to know his name? Sure. I'll tell you. Dudley O'Shaughnessy. Hmm. He was a boxer actor model. I mean, that was, that was what everyone was thinking when the video came out and it was like, that guy kind of looks like Chris Brown a little bit. I don't know if she got to be a part of the hiring process the name Dudley is a dud. If I'm just being frank with you. Think about it, Dudley. You gotta be a special type of person to rock a name like that. Dudley, well, I mean, he has the looks. He's just a good-looking dude. Yeah, Dudley O'Shaughnessy. I mean, that's just me probably hating because he got to make out with Rihanna and, like, touch her butt and stuff, and I'm upset about that, and they just met that day. and So she's explaining in the the behind-the-scenes that we found love, you know, what the song is about. She said it's about love being like a drug, the good feeling of it, and the dangers of it. And this is... We're about to go deep here. Here we go, because this is the number one rated interpretation on lyricinterpretations.com. The research I have to go through on this show is extensive, but I want to be credible. Like you said,
1: yeah, it's factual. Everything's factual.
0: Everything is factual. This is not a theory. Mm -hmm. So the number one rated interpretation is this. The song, to me, means that obviously they are in love but aren't good for each other. Love and life, I will divide. Meaning she knows that she loves him but she has to do what is right for her life. She has to decide between the two. Turn away because I need you more. It's saying that she feels that she needs love more than life, but she turns away from love because she knows life is the correct choice. Feel the heartbeat in my mind. You like how I'm doing that? It, yeah. it really separates. Means that she is no longer thinking with her heart and how she feels, but, she is thinking with her mind and doing what is best for her. Hopeless place can be many things, but for whatever reason, they were doomed from the beginning, never going you know, to end up together. And she has to let her feelings go and think about what's best for her. That just sounds like Rihanna. Was that you that wrote that? <laughs> no. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me, man? <laughs> mind is, uh, here's the only thing that I don't like about the song. Okay, I don't like songs that are up-tempo in energy or, you know, have such an ill vibe to them but then talk about something completely serious.
1: Mm. Well, I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't... There's certain songs where I don't pay... Like, I think with, with uh, hip-hop and rap, you definitely pay attention to the lyrics with a dance track, which I would consider that a little bit. I I feel like the only lyrics I remember... It's just we found love in a hopeless place. So I don't Clearly, really... everyone who
0: texted me as well was <laughs> thinking the same thing. Yeah, but yeah, so you're right. I, don't I think not
1: listen to it as much, I guess. It's a good
0: point because I think some EDM songs, you know, the producers, I feel like they're always it's always deeper meaning, you know, yeah. with with EDM songs. It's always something. Here, I'll give you an idea of how my brain works. I'm a beat guy first. I yep. love melodies. If you you can you can win me over with saying blah, blah, blah On the song But if the beat is fire I'm a sucker for it oh, Don't okay. even, I don't even care what the lyrics are Because if you're making me think I feel like I'm already Suffering from anxiety Like I, I like you know, I just I don't want to think about the lyrics I just, I want to know what the beat feel You know, I, I'm a feeling of yeah. the beat guy first And so I, I'm, I'm a melody man mm-hmm. You know, and I don't want a high energy song talking about how we need to adopt more starving dogs in the world. You know, I don't. I don't want to have to think about that. If, like, imagine if we found love was talking about adopting more starving dogs in the streets. Though I agree, we need to save all the dogs. I don't want that beat to coincide to. That's got me thinking.
1: If there's a, uh, if there's a Sarah McLachlan remix out there, (laughs) (laughs) in the arms of an angel.
0: Oh my God any um 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 of the name dollars to the donate $5 boom bang um yeah but i mean you know or like a song that you know the beat lifts you up but it's talking about how your you know your boyfriend or your girlfriend just cheated on you with your best friend you know that should be should be a rule no serious topics past 105 BPMs beats per minute. Okay. I feel like that should be a, a music rule. You want to talk about something serious? You gotta Slow go lower than, bit. you yeah. know, maybe even we stick you in the 70s and the, the 80 BPM range. I don't want to hear it. When I'm, you know, that song just it it touches me. So let's let's <laughs> this is actually wild to think about. Okay. We found love and this was during an interview with MTV news. This is all on Wikipedia. So I completely trust everything Wikipedia says (laughs) during an interview with MTV news, Calvin Harris revealed that we found love is the most successful thing he's ever done ever. We could all agree. There's probably nothing that, I mean, he's solidified himself in general, Mm -hmm. but the most successful record by far was definitely we found love in October 2012. British singer Leona Lewis, remember Bleeding Love, yeah. big song? Yeah. She claimed that she was originally chosen to sing the song, but ended up losing it to Rihanna. And she even had the nerve. nerve to say that it was the same version and production, but hers was better.
1: Is there actually a version uh, with her I on need it I need to find it. Yeah.
0: I wonder if that's out there. I know. Hmm. I'll have to look that up. Probably not. I mean, Leona Lewis... I got
1: only a couple views on YouTube. I love Bleeding Love. It's not Rihanna?
0: Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) But... And then I saw that in 2013, Nicole Scherzinger from the Pussycat Dolls claimed that she was the first artist given the song, but ended up rejecting it. Now, a lot of the times, if you're not familiar, you know a lot of these artists, especially the Calvin Harris's, the Zeds, these music producers, the the lyrics are always there. So you're not fumbling with the lyrics too much, but they're always, they always have a specific sound in mind when it comes to the voice. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I remember Zed with one of his records was like searching and searching and searching and sent this record out to so many people so many people and so whether they rejected it or they just didn't have that sound the producers usually know how they want it to sound yep and whose voice can do what or what it makes them feel or whatever so it's a feel thing but nicole scherzinger you know that that have been cool she said that i've got the demo of that song but i was busy at the time imagine swinging and you know just avoiding that song you know, they sent me a few dance tracks and I wasn't able to get to them and I was like, Oh, there's so much dance and I want to take a break from it. Good. Give it to Rihanna. I mean, imagine, I mean, I'm thinking Blancing of dancing in
1: disguise.
0: I'm thinking of um Nicole Schersinger's version of We Found Love and <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know. Oh, in my friend my friend Andrea, she sent me You know what we found love meant to her i forgot to play this earlier listen this is what it reminds her of it's an amazing throwback and i obviously had to listen to it today after you brought it up but it reminds me of pre-adulthood college years the fake id i got that i thought changed my life forever (laughs) um i also had a boyfriend in college who always cheated on me and this was the go-to song for nights that i refused to text him back Oh. And was hanging out with the girls. Hopefully you were, I should have followed up with her and be like, hopefully you were broken up with him, right? Like you weren't like, oh, you cheated on me. I'm not texting you back. I'm going out with the girls. Yeah, she, Don't, didn't, you she know. didn't really
1: make that clear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm assuming it was after they were broken up and, you know, he was I texting. See. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, little clarification there.
1: Wow, she was, she was so into that. She sent you a voice message. Yeah, and or sent me a voicemail. Yeah.
0: Wow. It's like, this is how I feel. This is what that song does, bro. I'm trying to fucking tell you. Like imagine like,
1: that makes me feel kind of shitty about the <laughs>
0: message that I sent you. What would you say? Oh yeah, because you were I just you made were made a joke about yeah, it. Yeah, you were joshing around, thinking that this was just a not a serious subject. I did not know we were going to do an entire
1: episode <laughs> on it. So uh, that was some great warning there. <laughs> I There's, said we found Dove in a soapless place. Yeah, you the remember dad joke. <laughs>
0: Remember what we talked about how hard it is to find about things to talk about after <laughs> seven episodes? Yeah. No, but honestly, I mean I've said it if you if you I've said it on the radio, I've said it, I've said it in public. I play it in every DJ set possible. I'm addicted to that song. It it has never changed mm-hmm. as far as how I feel about it. I don't know a single person that has felt negative listening to it. Listen to it right now as you're listening to the episode. Like it's guaranteed whatever mood you're in, it's on mm-hmm. because there's no, there's no let up after the break or, you know, after the breakdown or whatever the, the drop, sure. you know, usually you lose, you know, you can lose an audience past that. But the way Calvin Harris produced it, it just was like, Shining life you know. it just keeps it going. Like yep. it just doesn't stop. And I don't know what it is. It was just magic. That song is literally sex in music form. Allegedly, because I've never had sex before. <laughs> I can only imagine that that is what We Found Love is. Yes. Is sex. One day, one day, Jesus, one day, get me there. <laughs> so, what do we do now? Now that we have all this information about We Found Love, where do we go from here? Do we contact our local representatives to have a We Found Love Day on October 4th? I mean, Maybe? why do
1: people even bother to make music anymore?
0: it could have stopped yeah no for sure like i was thinking about you know think of every genre country rock a bluegrass christian bluegrass think of all the genres has anyone ever made a better song than we found love i think fucking not
1: Mm. don't be don't be coming here saying olivia rodrigo
0: we can't do it. Listen, I'm, it, this is about respecting. This isn't like, I don't want to call yeah. Rihanna an elder, but this is, you know, respect your elders. You know, respect where you came from. I believe it's like We Found Love is, is the perfect tune, and then all areas of music grab influence from it, and it all filters down. Yes. But it all starts with, you know, like, Rihanna, We Found Love is the the tree and avatar that everyone goes to and, and prays.
1: At some point, every single song that has ever existed has... Sampled, we found, we found love, love by Rihanna. You'll find we found La by Rihanna in every song.
0: I was gonna laugh, but this is serious. This is serious stuff.
1: You know what's crazy is that when's the last time Rihanna's released
0: music? It's been a long time. Everybody, yeah. everybody's expecting, but she. But I, she's I think, still on, like. She's making so much money doing it. Like, fine. because all you're doing when you come back to music is just opening up the door for criticism. It's like, you know, when Drake's mm. next album comes out, it's like, oh, it hasn't been good. You know, it hasn't been better than the rest of them. Drake doesn't owe a shit. Just like Rihanna doesn't owe me shit. Mm-hmm. You know? She has she has the classics. She has the the albums. She's done the tours. She's she's a businesswoman. She's a boss. It's like, you know. We all want... It's like the nostalgia thing. We all want these reboots, but we don't really want them. We just... We want them so that we could comment on how shitty they are. So, I don't want... Rih- Rihanna, even though, you know, she won't make anything shitty ever, because she never has, it's just... Um, nothing gets better than that. It's chocolate. Yeah. You know, it's just... Well said. You know? And so, you know, on her, on the charcuterie board, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, I have... Oreos, Flamin' Hot Cheetos, and Cup of Noodles, because in 2016 on Ellen, this was on her rider. And she basically was like, you never know what kind of mood you're going to be in, and that's why she has these snacks.
1: That's incredible.
0: And I did feel fat as fuck buying them. You know, there's something different when you're going through, like in the grocery store, and you're, with all due respect, once again, uh, I just felt fat (laughs) buying Oreos (laughs) I did, man. The Cheetos I feel completely fine about, but there's something about... Because you know you, you know they're bad for you. Sorry, I didn't want to get off topic. This is about Rihanna, We Found Love. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just wanted to give this song its proper due. It meant a lot to me. It means a lot to everyone in the streets. And I wanted to dedicate an episode to an absolute classic of our time. Once again, I mean, do I... I'll give you maybe two or three more songs here that I think it's better than. Let's go. Give me old school or new school. We'll just do this for fun. Mm, We'll do one old school, one new school. All right. So let's go. What's an all time classic, you know, Etta James and last. I mean, that is just an absolute tune. Maybe even something from Stevie wonder. How about September? September earth, wind and fire. Fire. I mean, we're talking about the classics. We're talking about the cherry on top music. Music icons Rihanna we found love is just in a different class it's better than those songs combined you know it's it if if Rihanna we found love was a song it would just it'd be fit if it was a person if the song was a person they'd be hot they'd have an amazing personality it, it's hard to meet a it tent. is Rihanna it is Rihanna
1: <laughs> we found
0: love by Rihanna is Rihanna is Rihanna yes. That's, that's the theory. That's what we'll end it on. Thank you so much, Hurley. Uh, it has been episode 11 of the It's Always Something podcast, or as we are saying, season two, episode one, but episode 11. Start over. Rihanna, we found love. I love you so much, Rihanna Navy. What's up?